guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, and welcome to the Happy Single Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. Today we have a magnificent lady from Switzerland. Her name is Nicole. Her Instagram handle is um, enjoy.faith, and she goes by Nicole Joy. She's a transformational coach. Your Instagram feed says, I am passionate about supporting people to step out of their shadow and to live in the um, fulfilled life and aligned with God's purpose. Now, um, I just love that. And do you know what's weird? When I was doing research on on your page, because I usually like look at people's Instagram feeds and look at their previous posts, I was thinking to myself, I was racking my brains, like, how do I even, how did we connect? I cannot remember. And when I was looking through your coaching um, feed, I saw Joel. And I was like, oh my God, I spoke to Joel. Joel, like I was thinking to myself, that's how I probably connected with you because he is so lovely. I know he lives in like wonderful Bali and like he is a believer and he's such a, he is an awesome human being. I love him so much. So that's when it just occurred to me just now that, oh my God, that's how I probably connected with your page because of his page. Maybe you showed up somehow. But yeah, yeah, it must have been something. It must like have that. been. Yeah. yeah, because I also saw that you are connected with him. Yeah. So, so please <laughs> tell the audience about yourself, your single mommy journey. You are a transformational coach. What is that? Please tell us a little bit more. Yeah, of course. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> and yeah, when it comes to my single mom story, um, it has been really a roller coaster, to be honest. And um, I can really say I'm very, very grateful and happy for how things are these days. Mm-hmm. It has not, not always been like that. And yeah, before I was preparing for that interview, uh, I was like, okay, how much am I going to tell, you know? <laughs> but I know that, you know, when you also make yourself vulnerable and you also show the things that were not going so well, you know, that really... Um, it could be supporting someone else you know so Mm. I want to be honest and (laughs) so that leads me to also um, yeah to some not so nice stages and um, my son is seven years now and when he was three years old um, his dad and me we um, decided to split the relationship And thinking back, you know, in that time period, my main focus was really just to be a good mom, you know, to provide him a safe space and a happy place. And um, it was like I was putting all my focus on him mainly. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it was obviously okay because I wanted to be a good mom. But what I forgot with that was like looking after myself. Mm -hmm. So um, I reached a point where I was... I just felt really stressed, you know, I did not feel seen and I felt overwhelmed, you know, with with the single mom situation. And yeah, so there was really a turning point where I realized, okay, um, it can't go on like that, you know. And there was one particular day when I just became conscious of that and I told myself, okay, yeah, something has to change now. And it's funny, so from that turning point is when my journey started with 
personal development. So I went into coaching and I started to do work for myself. And that's when I really was um, working on all the stuff that I was hiding from myself, you know, like old traumas and pain from the past. And I really managed to sort that out, you know. I mean, it was obviously a painful (laughs) journey, but I'm so happy I did that. And because the the coaching was so transformational, um, at some point I decided, oh, I want to become a coach myself. (laughs) And that's when I actually signed up for a course that uh, Joel Brown does, who you just mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I did an education with him and became a transformational coach. So what made you, I know you said that you got to a point where you said you can't, this cannot be it, you have to change, because I think oftentimes we are afraid of what we see in the mirror, we're just coasting through life sometimes, we just sit in the car and just let it drive us, we're not driving it, and I think oftentimes we are as women as well as single moms we're afraid of where we can actually go, you know you used to work, you used to work for the radio session because you were there for like 10 years weren't you? Yes, I do that part-time, like once a month. Yeah, so I think oftentimes a lot of mums are afraid of where we can go. So what made you so brave to to say, do you know what, I'm going to go through coaching, I am going to transform my mind and then have the ability to even transform other women's minds and other people's minds. What, What pushed you over the edge, quote unquote? Yeah, you know, Actually, in hindsight, it was uh, just just kind of happened, you know, yeah. <laughs> all one by one. First, I did uh, focus on the journey for myself personally. Mm-hmm. And then I said, because I, I realized it was so transforming for myself, I felt, okay, that could be something that I can enjoy. Yeah. And I actually did. And so um, since I have been working with people, I also noticed that... Um, they, they love connecting, you know, and I, I can provide them a safe space, you know, where they can just be themselves and where they can, yeah, talk about anything. And I've, I noticed that they really appreciate that, you know, when yeah. someone gives you that space. And do you think that your single mummy journey has made you a better transformational coach because you can use your your life skills to try and tell them that look if I can overcome a b and c then you can overcome this this thing as well yeah it's fine that you say that because with coaching it really is about leading by example so yeah yeah, you really have to show up in the way that yeah you would like your clients to show up you know you can't just tell them what to do it's more about being an example to them And do you often get, because I think that I've done a a life coaching course myself and um, I haven't actually pursued it just yet because I want to go more into forgiveness because that's something that I struggled with in regards to being able to forgive others. I think that I'm I'm a Christian myself and oftentimes we as believers are just told to forgive, but it never really, even when I would see the person or when I would think about the incident, like emotions would arise, you know, so I want to be able to teach people how to really forgive and let go and be okay even if those emotions arise so as a transformational coach how then do you guide people to see the light at the end of the tunnel because I think oftentimes as um 
as women, sometimes I hear this all the time with coaches, we have like limited beliefs. <laughs> so how do you yeah. teach people not to have those like limited beliefs? Even as single moms, some moms are like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to be in this job that I hate forever until my children are 18 and they leave me and I'll never find love or I'll never get out of debt or I'll always have to struggle. How do you teach people to fight back <laughs> those limiting beliefs? Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you say that. It's actually not teaching. It's more you lead someone to something and you do that by asking the right questions, you know, and leading them into a certain direction so that they learn to reflect, you know, and also to find out, okay, where does, uh, for example, the pain come from or what is the root of that limiting belief? So it's all about going back in, in life, you know. Yeah. And I love what you said about forgiveness, that you would like to do that yourself, because yeah. it is one of my favorite tools, and I absolutely love it, and it is so, yeah, transformational. It is, it is, and I think oftentimes people don't really talk about the fact that forgiveness for certain people is very, very hard. It is one of the hardest things, and we're called to forgive, even as as christians if whoever's listening if you are a believer or not but um even if you're not a, a christian that's something that people say all the time even in like the psych psychiatrists and psychologists say that you have to forgive and let go and renew your mind kind of thing but we don't really talk about how hard it is to forgive because oftentimes when i'm offended i would walk away and i would actually revisit that situation and think about oh this is what i should have said or this is what i should have done and if i see this person i'm i've already enlisted the things that i'm going to say and things i'm going to do and your mind just plays a new script and a new narrative and you're held forgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die unforgiveness sorry it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die we're not taught how to fully forgive and let go we're not taught of how, how to to forgive ourselves even as single moms you know or making decisions that you know you might have been tired from a very long day and you shouted at your child and afterwards your child is crying and you then go to bed and you're so you're wallowing that in that situation oh, i'm such a bad mom and in actual fact you just had one bad incident just one bad day does not remove the fact that you have been a magnificent mom you were there for your child so it's just about learning how to forgive yourself number one other people and we have to be kinder to ourselves that's something that i i think that i wasn't for many years i wasn't kind to myself and i let the inner critic be so loud so so loud and we need to learn how to be aggressive with our thoughts and one thing is that i'm i think a lot of people don't realize is that we can actually pick our thoughts the same way we can pick our outfits in the morning we can pick our thoughts but we just let them just come in and just swim around whether they're positive or negative and then we'll just be in that emotional state you're so right i mean there's so much we can do with our thoughts and more that we can even imagine i noticed that just this week you know yeah. it is unbelievable you know like one simple thought can really almost make a reality with something because yeah you just create something out of your belief and what you said about for forgiveness you know that it is very difficult and that is so so true and I think the reason why many people are maybe afraid of forgiveness is I mean you can't get around 
pain when you go into the forgiveness process because as you said i'm a Christians often you're expected to forgive quickly but um, that doesn't mean that there is no pain that comes with it or anger you know and it's so important that we let these emotions out because otherwise there is no point in healing when we just suppress them you know and also what is important is to make or bring awareness what forgiveness is not you know it does not mean reconciliation for example so and this the reason why why you do forgiveness should always be because you want to become free you want to get your peace back and yeah yeah. you're so right I love what you said about um the fact that forgiveness is not about reconciliation and I've shared this before in a in a podcast um about forgiveness that forgive your 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 life is like a house you know and oftentimes we bring people and loved ones or ex-partners into the closest rooms in our house which is our bedroom you know for example because that's where you lay your head that's where you rest and when people hurt us or they offend us or they break that wonderful room that we have that we've placed them in and they've messed it up we have the right to actually say do you know what this is my house which is your mind your body your soul your your whole being you can say I'm going to move you outside the house I'm going to move you for a period of time for example to the sitting room or to the kitchen you know you can actually place people further away whereby they don't have to hurt your most inner core we have to be very very responsible about who we allow we have to guard our hearts and I think oftentimes when we as people we think okay I forgive you so that means there's reconciliation it doesn't there doesn't have to be reconciliation you can forgive someone and you can have them out out the outskirts of your house or they could be outside but you don't have to let them in doesn't mean that if they if they don't need you or they don't want something you you can assist people but you don't have to let them in your inner cause I think that that's something that a lot of people need to realize that forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean reconciliation you know, like you might not even get a sorry. And oftentimes we don't even get that so-called, I'm so sorry for hurting you. I'm so sorry for doing this. We don't get that. You do not get that. So you have to place yourself in a position whereby even if I don't get a sorry, I forgive you and I take you away from my inner core and I place you somewhere else so you do not affect me in my place of rest. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the thing is, when we don't forgive, we kind of give power to the other person and to the story that we have with that other person. So to to give you or the audience an example, for example, if I am in an abusive relationship and then I have the belief that I'm not worthy, you know, because of the person, the other person who treated me like shit, for example, Mm -hmm. then um, as long as I don't forgive that person, I always give the person power you know and I can't let go of that belief you know so if I decide for myself okay I want to forgive that person then I get my power back I get my peace back yeah yeah it's like holding someone captive for no reason and oftentimes even when we hold people in unforgiveness they're living their life they are living their wonderful life whilst you're still holding on to that resentment, that anger. But I was going to ask, because we've spent a couple of minutes now talking about forgiveness. It's just my own personal passion. But um, you're um, a Christian, aren't you? Yeah? Yes, I am. How has your faith helped you raising your child? 
my child, how yeah. it helped me raise him. Yeah. Uh, it is, um, I think it's the best thing to have <laughs> yeah. God in my life, you know. And I personally think, you know, for children, it's it gives such a good foundation when you can believe in a father, in a heavenly father. Yeah. And I mean, what um, Jesus gives us, you know, in the word and the truth that he spreads it is like the fundaments of what humanity need and if you get that from an early age on i think it is so supporting it's going to support him just throughout his entire life so yeah. yeah i'm very grateful that i actually became a believer you know i didn't grow up like that so only like um yeah it's the journey really started um when i was pregnant with really? my son so what how did you become a christian then did someone how, yeah how did tell us a bit about, about how you became saved yeah it was actually when i was um in labor you know the doctors they said um your son is probably going to have a, a heart failure because um when they did the cv um how do you say ct ct scan uh, mm -hmm. It is can yeah the the heart was popping really funnily so they assumed that he might be having um, a heart issue so in that moment when <laughs> i was uh, in labor uh, i just prayed to god you know at that time i didn't know that god was jesus but i just prayed you know and i asked you know please i, I just ask you that he would be come to um come out um healthy you know and everything will be okay and then when he was born, actually, everything was fine, you know, and I think that was like one of the times when I reached out to God and kind of my prayer was heard. And that made me trust a bit more day by day, you know, and then at the same time or, or a bit later, someone told me the gospel and it was the first time where I really understood what it meant that jesus died for our sins before like uh, earlier on in childhood I, I didn't see what it meant you know but when i heard it at that time i think it was i was ready you know i realized that it is actually a gift when there is um, a god who sends his son to die for for all our sins you know and gives us a new chance you know and gives us freedom <laughs> with the forgiveness that he provides us so yes. yeah the forgiveness that he provides us now that's awesome and i do think that oftentimes god answers a lot of our prayers but we just forget we all we do forget but i'm so happy that you remembered and you thought yeah this this was god this was i even remember when i was pregnant i was like god please just give me a son i don't know what i'm going to do with a daughter i just need a son <laughs> and he, he, he honestly answered my prayers and god honestly answers our prayers and it's so weird when i see people that aren't for example christians and they're in like a car crash or something or about to to to, to go into a car crash and the first thing they say is oh jesus you know or they're in a, a clinic an sti clinic and they're like oh please god please let my let my <laughs> my test come out clear you know so i'm like we all do this thing called prayer but why is it that we come to god when things are bad go to him when things are good go to him when you wake up in the morning and you're fine and you're healthy and you're okay don't run to him when 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 the chips are down because he's there at all 
all times, at all times. And he loves you, whether you do good or bad. You, all he wants is for you to recognize that you died for your sins and try and have a daily walk with him. I think oftentimes people have like a really bad misconception about the walk with God kind of thing. If you ever have any issues about Bible and read Romans, I love Romans, you know, just, just read Romans and understand that this is a daily walk. Nobody on this, nobody, nobody on this earth is um, uh, particularly holier than now. We are all trying, we are all trying to do this thing called life and the, the things that make us believe is, is that we recognize that we're not perfect. I think that is the one thing that we, we people need to know is that as a Christian, we recognize that we are not perfect, but the world might look at Christians and think, though you lot think you're perfect. No, no, no. I know I'm not perfect. That is why I'm a Christian. That is why I pray. That is why I get on my knees. That is why I fast. Because if I didn't, <laughs> I'll be, you know, I wouldn't have hope or I would have to lean on alcohol or drugs or other things that don't wouldn't fill that void you know do you, do you get what I'm saying <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. you know uh, just uh, one thing quickly you said that um he always hears our prayers yeah. I absolutely agree and there is so much power in prayer however sometimes I see people and they say um I don't believe in God anymore because he has not answered my prayers mm-hmm. and then um I just want to say to that, you know, that is very sad, but the story is not finished yet. And you never know how it's going to end. And just because sometimes we we feel, okay, things have to happen right now. But sometimes it just takes time and patience and God wants to work on our patience. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to just keep believing, you know, and doing it day by day. And even if it takes years or, yeah, decades even, that's we can rely that he is going to answer. Definitely. And I want to um, second that. I think that oftentimes in life, we want things in our own timing. And that's mm-hmm. something that we need to recognize that God's timing is the best timing. And even if us as human beings, when we particularly liked a guy, for example, and we're like, no, this is it. He's the one. I like him and I want to marry him. And then with time, you have seen that, no, oh my God, this person was not aligned with where I'm going in my life. So why is it that we can look in hindsight in our own, with our own choices, with our own timing and think, no, we were wrong. So we ourselves can be wrong. So why not then trust God's timing? If something, if you pray for something and it hasn't happened now, I'll rather trust in his timing that, do you know what? This is what I want. He knows the desires of my heart. If it hasn't happened now, it would happen later. And if it doesn't even happen, there's a reason why it didn't happen. Maybe I'm not equipped for that thing that I particularly want right now. Maybe I need to acquire certain skills or you know, because even when we look at politicians, for example, and celebrities and people with positions of power, and then when they do things that, I don't know, have like a scandal, we think, oh my God, why would they do that? Because they have been placed in a position of power and they, don't ha- they haven't built character, you know? And oftentimes when God says no, it's because we still need to build certain things. So when we do get to the places we want to be, we won't fall. We won't bend. We won't have a crazy scandal or so, or whatever. I'm just, that's not particularly a great example, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying that n- no is not a never. 
you know, and sometimes even if it is a no, it is a no for a reason. As parents, as single parents, I say no all the time to my to my son, and it's for a reason, not because I'm being a horrible mother, but because I know that for now, if my 10-year-old wants to jump in the car, that you could crash because you don't you are not equipped. So it's a no, but when you're 15 and 16, yes, you'll be equipped for that. So he knows that we that the prayers might not be answered right now, but it might be answered late, later. So it's better we learn patience than yeah, than, and persistence than we just just get angry and walk away. But God, God does answer prayers. I'm a testament to that. You're a testament to that with your with your baby. So just carry on persevering and just carry on knocking on the door. And he says, be like children. And children can be the most annoying people on earth. You know, mom, can I have this? Mom, can I have no, no? Okay, yes. <laughs> so just carry on knocking on God's door because yeah, he will open it. <laughs> he will open it. Absolutely. You know, it's funny what you say, you know, like when what we teach our children and we have to say no. And we know better than our children mostly. And likewise, our Heavenly Father knows better than we do. And um, I was just reading in Exodus this morning and, you know, when um, he was leading Israel out of Egypt and yeah, then he was angry with Israel because they did not want to listen that they should have the Sabbath, you know, that they should rest one day. Mm -hmm. And it's something simple as that. I mean, he gets angry, you know, because he knows what's best for us. So he knows we need rest, you know, <laughs> and it's like a gift, but we sometimes believe we, we know it better. So it's, yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> How do you help people with their faith and um, life struggles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just feel called, you know, to spread the message of faith. Mm -hmm. And I believe once you do that, then you operate in truth. And it's about, you know, them learning to find out what the truth is about them. You know, it's also about the identity, like who they are, you know, and what they can achieve in their life as well, you know. Because often um, we don't get what we want or we have so many blockages because of our past or because the way we were raised. So, um, yeah, I find it's very important to go back to that truth, you know, of who we are and what we are able to do and how God made us. And he shows us really and guides us how we can get the, the things done. So how do you um, exercise the power of giving um, and teach people how to love more? Because I think that this pandemic has taught us to value people more and value time more. And we've basically had to sit at home, give or take, for, for two years. And we've seen people die and we've seen that our jobs aren't secure. And we realize that the things that we hold on to are not really important. <laughs> You know, our, yeah, we've seen that it's not important. This invisible disease has bow, made people bow, bow down and people so afraid. And there's such a big God, you know. So how do you teach people to like realize that love ultimately is what we're called for and being there for people and giving them our time? And as like in regards to the job, the job that you do as a transformational coach, how do you teach people that? 
Well, the thing is with giving, it is so powerful, you know, it's not um, only um, when you give to someone else, mm -hmm. um, uh, or I mean, it's not only receiving that is nice, but you actually feel fulfilled when you give. Mm -hmm. And um, I think for me personally, you know, the recipe is to be attentive to my surrounding, you know, because I notice that whenever I'm focused with myself, I don't see what is going on outside of me and these are those moments and those opportunities where we can really be a light to others you know where we can see okay oh there is someone who could need some support you know or there is someone who would appreciate an act of love you know and it doesn't have to be big things you know sometimes it's really only a smile or um, you let someone over the street and you <laughs> stop your car, you know, before they, they go and pass by or um, seeing someone homeless, you know, and giving attention to this person, you know, and yeah, really um, that the people can feel loved. And I, I feel that um, that happens really in the small moments and acts. So how do you teach your clients how to um, refocus their minds? Because the mind is such a powerful tool that we just don't really, yeah, we don't really focus a lot on. And our minds can, it can pave the ways of our life, you know, out of them. Um, I think, therefore I am. It's one of the quotes that um, I absolutely love. Thus, so whatever a man thinketh, so shall he be. So if you think that you're going to be a, struggling single mom that's what you're calling into your life if you think that you're a mom that's going to thrive and your kids are going to thrive because you know jeremiah 1 1 says that before you were formed in your mother's room i knew you that he gave all of our children a purpose so if you think that that's what you're going to have so how do you teach people how to as a transformational coach how to refocus their minds and just switch on mm -hmm. Well, it's all about seeing a crisis as an opportunity, really. And also what I find important is that you also can are able to let go of the past because that is usually what is holding us back and also strengthening our faith and um, at the same time or becoming aware of who we are and also how we treat ourselves you know, so that we learn to be kind to us. And what also is very important, you know, to get a client to be able to um, get into his or her vision, you know, mm. so you can really step into your potential. That yeah. is very important. So if, a, if a client could only... Because I, I oftentimes when I, when I speak to mums, it's like they can, all they can see is darkness. How then... Do you show them that there is a light, like I'm doing this myself, I have dark days, but I still get up in the morning and yeah, I'm living life. How then do you show them that there's light at the end of the tunnel? Mm. You know, it's also is a lot with, about acceptance, mm. you know, first of all, um, it's really how you look at things, you know, I mean, you can decide to be in that state of struggle you know and regret for example or you can choose to practice gratitude you know for example th that's everyone can do that you can just grab a journal and write 
every day certain things in it that you're grateful for, you know? And if you start to practice these type of things, then you automatically get to another state, you know, and you become more um, grateful mm -hmm. and that has a positive effect on your situation and the way you see life and to get over the struggles that you're dealing with. Mm. So um, I was going to say, um, as a single mom, what one piece of advice would you give to any single mom listening now? Mm -hmm. uh, I feel, I uh, just felt that now, um, yeah, you are held, you know, really in all your struggle that you have, you're held in God's arms and he's there on your side and learn to open up, learn to open up for people because there are always people who are there to support you sometimes it's also our fault a little bit because we don't let them in and we want to do everything by ourselves so yeah start receiving start opening up and if you believe in these opportunities and god is gonna send them to you and have faith that everything will turn out for the best you are not here by yourself there is help and support everywhere. Yeah. Nicole, I know this isn't one of our questions, but I honestly just feel led and pleased. <laughs> Would you be able to pray for um, us single mummies listening? Um, just give a word of faith. Um, we don't know where, I, I strongly believe, I know, I know it's gonna sound um, crazy, but um, and I, don't, I don't know whether it's just a scriptural, but every single word that we say, it's going to, I think it might be scriptural. Every single word that we say, it we have to give account for. Yes, um, it's like everything, or, or also what I remember is um, the, um, the word does not return void. Yes, yes. So, um, so we don't know where this this podcast would go yeah and i i, I love i love um the idea of having something left behind when we leave this earth so um i don't know whether people will be listening to this in 2025 2035 <laughs> who knows but anyone that's listening to this right now would love nicole as a single mom whoever if, if you're listening because all the same struggles still happen as single mothers we, we we yeah there's nothing new under the sun so i would love nicole um just to pray for us and give us a word and yeah, bless us with, um, yeah, it says in the Bible where two or three um, are there, where two or three people agree I'm there. So I would love you to pray for us, please. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for yeah. this opportunity. I'm, I'm happy to do that. So yeah, I, I'm inviting Jesus Christ and I thank you that you're here now and that you lead me through this prayer. Mm -hmm. And I want to put all these single mommies out there in front of you. And I just thank you, Lord, that you protect them, that you protect their children, and that you lead them every day. You give them strength. You provide them with courage, with wisdom, and also with a lot of patience so that they can be their best moms in all their vulnerability but also in all their strength and I thank you that you made these mommies so beautiful I thank you that yeah that they can be a testimony for your grace and that you fulfill them with all that they need with your hope with with 
yeah, you know what their hearts long for. And I also thank you that you are always there for them and that um, whatever situation they're in now, that they take on support from outside and that they can really trust in what's coming, that it is going to be the best for them. I thank you that you are able to provide a space for them where the dads, if they are still there, can be present, you know, because it's important for the children to also identify with the roles as a father. And I also thank you that you bring forgiveness into their lives so that it, that they can break free from everything what may be holding them back. And yeah, I thank you, Lord, for Khalifa who invited me today and that you may bless her and the entire audience who's listening to this. And yeah, that they will experience your grace and your abundant love in the coming weeks, years and decades. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. Thank you so much. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, um, I'm in, on Instagram and on Facebook. On, on Instagram, I'm under the name N, like Nicole, Choi, dot faith. And uh, on Facebook, um, you can find me with my normal name, Nicole Durstiller. Yeah. Or you can come on the blog, which is also enjoyfaith.com. Have you got so, um, any plans for the rest of the year? The year for me personally or like business wise? Um, personally, yeah. Personally? Yeah. yeah um, to be honest, right now, um, I'm just taking day by day. I just oh. want to uh, focus on, on the goals that I have, you know, keep doing the coaching, also be there for my son and spend some quality time with him. Mm. And yeah, have a good uh, work uh, mom, single mom. <laughs> Balance. Yeah, guys, her son's a little footballer, so just watch this space. <laughs> We've got a little, a little Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> not sure about that but he's definitely very committed to his oh, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. no, it's so lovely when kids have a they're they're passionate about something and it's just it's good to see that like a little seed grow instead of you having to implement it but they actually like wake up and they're like oh, mommy I want to do this and you know I think that it's just so beautiful I love it I love it when I see my son and he's really passionate about something it just makes me it makes you make it makes you feel fulfilled as a parent <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I think um, when Jesus says, be more like kids, one part is also, they, you know, they don't have as many worries as we are, they just do what they enjoy, and I think that's what we are supposed to do too, you know, get to a stage where you do the things that make you happy, you know, sometimes we even, uh, yeah, we don't let opportunities happen because we are afraid or, or we have fear of what could come out of that. But it's not about um, doing a great job and everything. It's about also having fun, you know, and have yeah, joy. You no, know, you're so right. Do what makes you happy. And I, I said this year, actually, um, a couple of weeks ago, my girlfriends were going out, but they wanted to go to two places. And then um, I said, I'm only going to go to one. And they were like, why? I said, no, because if I have to go somewhere as an adult now, if I have to go somewhere and I have to fake a smile, I'm not going, you know? And I think that that's the freedom of knowing God, number one, and 
doing what makes you happy that if you have to if you're in a job that if I'm in a job and I don't like it I'm not going to be there if I'm in an environment and I don't like it I'm not going to be there because one thing we cannot buy back in this life is time so why waste it kids do not waste their time if they want to play with lego they play with lego if they want to bug mommy they bug mommy if they want to climb on this on, on the stairs and slide down they do it so be like kids do what makes you happy because life before you know it we're adults I can't believe that I'm 34 I cannot believe it I can remember looking at my older cousins thinking oh my god you're so old and boom I'm 34 you know <laughs> so life goes so quickly and even with kids I remember having my baby and now he's 10 like it time flies so quickly so don't waste it don't waste it being in a toxic relationship and being abused or being in a job you hate or being around people that don't celebrate you this is it this is the only life we get we do not get any reruns this is it this is the game you know so play to win the same way your son's team won today yeah so funny <laughs> play to win you know and the way in which your son's team won today is because they worked as a team find your tribe and play to win if you have people there uh, on the outskirts cheering you at quote unquote angels prayer that is what we as christians do you know you're playing a football game you have your team you have your tribe and people will be cheering you on we are cheering you on people like nicole who's a transformational coach will be cheering you on there's nothing in this world you cannot achieve through prayer hard work and dedication Damn, I should be a life coach. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. I love it. <laughs> I should be a life coach. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> I can show you some tools. <laughs> but yeah, what have you got um, planned for the rest of the day? Um, yeah, my son is going to come home. You know, he spends the day with the, the dad. Oh, so no. um, I'm going to spend some time with him. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate your time having me. It was really good. Take care. <laughs> bye. Bye, Khalifa. Bye. I'm breaking your arms. I lose control.